1: One two, get down. The to be the boss.
2: Scott Jackson in studio, dappered up today, folks. Paying for the you, those of you watching on a our own Burgundy and Gold Network. Um, that is, uh, we have the Burgundy Gold Network. Yeah, we have the it? Burgundy oh, cool. Gold Network. All right, I like it. Yeah, soon to be launched. Okay, yeah, soon to be Nobody launched. you look around the corner. You know, I'm getting a lot of response. Uh, the Hall of Fame deal and Joe Jacoby and G from the shop. Man, I ain't mad at you. You know, mm-hmm. you and me, man, we blood brothers. But Thomas, that doesn't take away from Thomas. Yeah, I mean, just because, yeah. I mean, this dude, imagine the quarterbacks he had to play with like a hundred different ones. And, you know, he was under a lot. And he always, I think, I don't think I ever saw him miss a game. Not a lot to it. and But Jake played three positions. We've gone over this. Yeah. We know how good Jake is. Jake just happened to play with an organization with no clout. It's wild. I mean, Gary Clark, again, we talk about the Drew Pearson thing. Yeah, he started with it. Larry. How yeah. about Larry Brown, Pat Yeah, Larry Fisher? Brown, too, Patrick, Yeah, come Fisher on, there's people guys. we've had. We yeah. had some beasts.
3: Still not getting them yeah. So, A uh, guy, obviously, who knows Joe Jacoby very well, uh, joins us right now. We talk often about all the different uh, quarterbacks and running backs that won Super Bowls here for Joe Gibbs. But there was one guy, Doc. That you know very well,
2: that was snapping the ball to him. A- well, the dysman those guys, they had their hands on his behind, but they knew it better than I did. But Jeff Bostick, a uh, a true champion of champions. a hey, Bull, how you feeling, man? Doc, how's the world treating you? Good. Now that you joined Jack and I and Eminem, man, we've been waiting to hear from a guy that Super Bowl week is no old hat to. What do you remember most about Super Bowl week in all your appearances?
4: Just how big the whole week was. And you had to really – I think Joe Gibbs did a great job of keeping us very focused that first one. And obviously, you know, you're playing against the Miami Dolphins in that one, and we were a lot more physically gifted than the Dolphins were, particularly – our offensive line against their defensive line—they were very undersized. We just ran the ball right down their throat all night long.
2: I remember that, <laughs> and there's no other way to take a, man, my, a man's manhood away from him. I tell the story often, and uh, boss, you can—you can really qualify this better than anybody on earth. Remember when the manster Randy White? was doubled, like, for all his entire career until he wasn't, and that was with Zemi.
4: Yeah, Grammy, and, you
2: know, that was that was the 82 playoff
4: game, and Joe Bugle, our, uh, our originator of the Hogs, uh, the week before, you know, preparation, he goes, we need to play this game with vengeance and arrogance. <laughs> so we get about eight minutes to go in the game, and we've got like a 14 point lead. And I told Graham, I said, when we get to the line of scrimmage, play along with me. And I got ready to get over the ball, and they'd called something in the huddle. It was a TV timeout. And Thaisman got in there, and it was like trips right, scat right, 85 dodge. And Russ Graham goes, No, we're running 50 gut. And Russ had never called a playoff before. So Joe changed the formation, left you know, trips left, fake whiz, fifty gut. He and I double teamed Randy White to Brunick, Jake had Harvey Martin. We gained like five yards. They caught something the second play. Grim called it off again. We wound up running fifty guttle, I think it was nine times in a row, and the last six times I told Randy White, I said, Randy, our coaching staff loves you. We're running over you again. <laughs> That's arrogance. That's athletic arrogance, which Bugle was talking about.
2: And remember, Mayday was inciting the riot. People go, well, why was Randy so pissed off? He wasn't pissed off at Grimm. He was pissed off at Maydahl because Mayday, <laughs> Mayday was talking about the Mayday guy's mom. He was talking yeah. to
4: him all the time. He yeah. was talking about his family and yeah. all, all I We're not going there. <laughs> Jeff Boss, we're, we're 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 going to keep this show on a higher level. How about that?
3: We like that. Um, speaking of higher level, uh, I want to jump ahead. You know, five Super Bowls after after the first one, which was, of course, the Super Bowl twenty two. And, and there's been so many Super Bowls, so many things have happened, but but no quarter was as dominant, obviously, as the one you guys had. Uh, that year in San Diego and what you did to the Broncos and you know a lot of our fans will always remember that, you know, the big graphic ABC kept putting up was no teams ever come from ten down in the first quarter in a Super Bowl and they, they kept making it like this is just the game was over and turn your T V sets off. And obviously it was well, that, nobody th- you know, that was the case nope, after halftime.
4: Nobody's ever put forty two unanswered points on somebody in a Super Bowl either. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so a lot of things and wait, who was Timmy Smith? Did anybody ever heard of him before?
2: <laughs> not outside of friends and family.
4: 206 yards later, he was finished.
2: Yeah, had a running game um, in this Super Bowl. A, who do you like and why?
4: Well, I look at football now, and it's not the same game we play, Doc. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're passing the ball to set up the run. We we ran the ball to set up the play action, Mm -hmm. and then getting Gary Clark and Ricky Sanders and Art Monk, Mm -hmm. you know maybe take a safety out of the middle of the field where they're trying to stop the run. So it's a different game now. It's it's more pass oriented.
3: That being said, do you, do you kind of like how the Eagles are, are? Obviously, they run first, and they also they can throw the football. They got a lot of weapons in the outside, but they are they are usually a run first team in most occasions.
4: Well, I think the the biggest position for Super Bowls is how your quarterback's going to play. And you know, if I look at this game, I've got a I got to think. Uh, who, who do you think the best quarterback is, Doc, in this game?
2: Well, Patrick Mahomes.
4: Without question. My question is how's his health? Because I, I know he he got injured toward the end, latter part of the year. Uh, it's just going to be a, a matter of how healthy he is.
2: And that's the case for Hurst as well. Jalen's not 100%, and it's his throwing shoulder. And it's the shoulder he drops because he's liable to drop the gun and run over you. So the offense of Philadelphia is intriguing because that offensive line. I know you got to like him, and I'm, I'm I would like to go on a limb and think you you'd like Kelsey at center because he's now being talked about and regarded as the best in the game. Well, he's he's proven to be a, a
4: true winner, but you know. I like the team that's going to be able to create the run. Because when you create the run, you create the play action pass, and that's where you get your big plays from.
3: Yeah, no question. A lot of big playmakers on both these teams. We talked to Jeff Bosick, three-time Super Bowl champion, and Hogg with us here on Burgundy Gold today, Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Uh, we were talking earlier, Jeff, about the Hall of Fame, and obviously there's a lot of frustration in the fan base here with some of the guys that you played with. Uh, and even players before that, that are still waiting for the call and, you know, for whatever reason it has not come. But, I mean, do you even bother at, at this point following along with all this stuff? And, you know, certainly we, we went through it a few years back when it looked like Jacoby was finally going to get the respect he deserved there and then obviously he ended up, uh, you know, getting left on the outside and ever since then it, it's kind of gone the opposite direction
4: for him. Well, my question is, what do you have to do to get in the Hall of Fame? He he played in four Super Bowls. He won three World Championships. He went to four Pro Bowls. Uh, he was an all-80s uh, decade tackle. I mean, what am I missing? I mean, this was a guy that was a dominant offensive tackle for 13 years.
3: Yeah. I mean, it, you're right. It's uh, crazy. All decade, I think it's him, and there's one other player from that '80s group that didn't make the uh, have not made the made the uh, pro football hall of fame right now. So got to be two of them. some
2: poli- lack of them political clout. I mean, it just goes on and on to the point where they did they did James Arthur Monk the same way. Art was number one in the National Football League when he retired, and but it, it just seems to happen for our guys in particular, <clears throat> Jeffrey. When you look at, are you for or against the championship games being moved to neutral sites?
4: Well, I think uh, the, the championship games, you play 16 games to try and earn home field advantage. It's not go win, win the most games and you have a not, op- why don't we go somewhere else and play? No. That's that's one of the great things that we had, Doc. RFK was a weapon for us back in eighty two, eighty three, eighty seven, ninety one. That place used to rock. It was the second smallest stadium in the league, but it was probably one of the loudest.
2: Yeah, I, I get all that, but you know, man, this league operates off greenbacks. And they yeah, got they a like little hint stadiums, of it. They can sell it like, like the, the Super Bowl. <laughs> They
4: like the stadiums that hold more right. than 55, 6. They like the stadiums that hold 85, 90, 95,000 Exactly, and
2: they can control that. Exactly. So I see they got a little glimpse of it. Now, they didn't plan this. It happened at the Hamlin in- injury, and so they said we got to go neutral sites, blah, blah, blah. Atlanta goes 50,000 tickets sold in six seconds. So they said, holy slim, what if – and I just think, get ready for it. It'll be in domes. The weather factor will be removed from it. you have to watch NFL films to see the frozen tundra. All that stuff's dead. That's over. It's going to be in controlled climates with 80 90, 100,000 seats, corporate bonanzas, and they're going to make a fortune, as they continually do. I believe that will happen.
4: Well, we will have to see because – Doc, this isn't the same NFL that you and I played in.
2: You believe that?
4: I mean, it, it monetarily it's not any anywhere close. And the quality of, of people on the rosters from number one to number 45, I, I don't see the kind of depth that we were blessed with. And, you know, the thing you can't forget, we had a great owner in Jack Kent Cook tremendous uh general manager and Bobby Bethard and unbelievable head coach and Joe Gibbs and all his staff. I mean we we had everything at our disposal to be successful and we took advantage of it.
3: No doubt about it. You mentioned Bobby Bethard obviously uh sad news last week of of his death um you know just your your remembrance of Bobby obviously he he was smart enough to find you after the Eagles uh were were dumb enough to let you go. Uh, what were what, what your thoughts about Bobby and what he was able to do in his time
4: here? I have the utmost respect for Bobby Beathard. I mean, he was he was a eye for talent, and he did better from like the sixth round on in free agency than anybody in NFL history. I mean, he could find he could find talent in the middle of a haystack. I mean, he he had a great eye. And and along with along with Bobby, you know, Joe Gibbs and Doc will tell you this, Joe would say, if I have a player that's talented or a player that's talented and has character, we're gonna take the one with character. And that's what our whole team was about. We're accountable to each other. We're not gonna be sitting there talking negatively about our opponents and being on the front page of the, the news every night, not going to happen.
2: Yeah, he did it the right way. And um, I, I can't wait to to watch this and see how it unfolds. Before we let you go, who do you see kissing the Lombardi or throwing it from a yacht, one <laughs> yacht to the next yacht? That's going to be my new way I say it from now on. I thought that was awesome what Tampa Bay did. Who do you see, big I fella? I think
4: this – I think this would be Kansas City if Patrick Mahomes were one hundred percent healthy. But I he's a he's a gamer though. I think he's gonna he's gonna be pretty close to what we think Patrick Mahomes should be. But but don't count out don't count out the Eagles. I mean, I think this is gonna be a very close game and I don't know what the line on it is. I, I can't believe it'd be over two or three points one way or the other.
2: Wait a minute. Oh, Jeff, we got a man. Yeah, what do you it's, mean you can't
3: – We yeah, got it's one that? and a half. Uh, and Eagles. And a half. Eagles one and a half right now.
5: Yeah, Eagles are minus one and a half, and the over-under for combined points is 50 and a half.
2: Yeah, you got an attack dog over here when it comes to wagering, man. Eminem, <laughs> he's, he's all over it. Our yeah. producer's independently 50 wealthy. 50 and a
4: yeah. half, 50 and a half sounds like a lot of points yeah. to me personally.
3: Could be.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, interesting. I, well, kiss the girls, hug the grandbabies, and uh we'll talk to you after Matt, after this is all said and you, done. You
4: will like this, Doc. We we have Alicia here in Georgia with us with mm-hmm. uh, her child Jackson. So mm-hmm. we're enjoying uh at least we get to see one of our girls right now. Well that's we, good. We, we had the other we had the other two in a couple week ago weeks ago.
2: And I just hope they're smart enough not to leave the babies alone with you. Oh, I'll spoil them to death. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bosco.
4: Thank you, Bull. You guys take care. I, I enjoyed it. Thank, thank you, Jeff. you,
2: You know, the original Inside the Locker Room was with Bostic. I know. Yeah, yeah. Jeff and I in the locker well, room. Well, a there. few
3: years ago, he did talk about a um, you know, cease and desist uh, when we started Inside the
2: Locker Room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no. We had the fight <laughs> broke out, Dexter. Well, now that it's, uh, you know, gone. Yeah. We're okay. Yeah, yeah, so
3: Dexter did not.
2: He was upset because you guys didn't
3: give him player of the game.
2: Yeah, player, we used to have the Gatorade. They bring in <laughs> Gatorade and stuff. We give the ward off, had the best practice week. And the kid named Clark out of Florida defensive end. Yeah. And every week, Jeff and I, we'd lock it right next to each other. And we'd say, hey, who had the best week? And he well, look. I said, I really like, is it another one to Dexter? Because Dexter practiced like a raging lunatic, right? But all the guys really did. But he was just different. And we said, well, I think Clark gets <laughs> So we we gave it to him. And everybody in the locker room starts clapping and going, and Dexter said some things that I can't repeat. Right, kiddies. And then said that the guy wasn't you-know-what. And, and then all of a sudden, you know they're fighting. And I said, my God. We had some good times with Inside the Locker Room, old Bosco. <laughs> He's always fun to talk
3: to. And I'm glad he kept it you know, family-friendly this he time. Did. He did. He did. He, did. he did. he doesn't always do that. Nope. <laughs> he had a Kardashian joke one time that I wasn't sure could make the airwaves, but it did. All right, coming up, uh, we'll get back to the Super Bowl, and uh, we'll open the phone lines here in a little bit on who do you like this weekend? I mean, I know this is hard for a lot of our fans to admit that maybe they think the Eagles are going to win or you're wagering on the Eagles or... Do you dare cheer for the Eagles? Uh, or do you just go all in on the Chiefs at this point? We'll get to your thoughts on that coming up. It's Burgundy Gold today. Doc Walker Scott Jackson with you here at Team 90 streaming live on the Free Odyssey app.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
7: All right,
3: thanks to Jeff Bostic for uh, joining us here on Burgundy Gold today. We'll get to some phone calls at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. Where's your lean on the Super Bowl? Point and a half still hanging strong for the Eagles this week. Uh, And is there any, you know, mixed feelings? Obviously, with Philadelphia being in it, are you totally all out on that? I did see a, um, I think it was NBC4 had a poll this morning, and it was... um, I think the majority of the folks and these are people probably from this area only voting on this were all in on the chiefs. There were not a lot, there was not a lot of Eagle support here locally. Um, so obviously a lot of our Washington fans, uh, chiming in on that, but look, you know, just like cowboy fans or giants fans, you know, we're all in a close proximity to one another outside of Dallas. There's a lot of, uh, transplanted Philadelphia, South Jersey folks here. And, um, you know, right now, you think about this, Doc, Like, kind of like with what's going on with the Ravens. If you got a young and exciting quarterback, you'll sprout up fans that ne- don't even necessarily have any connection to your market. I mean, you know, there's a, there's a lot of Jalen Hurts fans. There might be some people that are Alabama fans that are not oh, Eagles are. fans, you know. And,
2: or Oklahoma. Or even Oklahoma from his one season. Speaking yeah. Oklahoma and UT, congratulations going to the SA site. Yeah, finally. I thought early? that was already done. Yeah, no, th- you're early. So, so they are going to your
3: early. And, and I have you know, look, these. Honestly, in a few years, you, you know, going to be two conferences. It's it's obviously there should be a college course taught on uh, history of college conferences because I mean, there's people like every once in a while. You, you I know you will remember this, but when you say the uh, the, the SWAC, like this, the the SWC, right, like the old yeah, SWAC. Southwest Conference, right, yeah. remember that? And then oh, that yeah. was when Arkansas was in it, which those teams then eventually became SEC teams. Uh, you know, the Big Eight was the Big Eight first. You were in the Pack Eight.
2: I was in the Pack Eight, but Joe Washington he was talking to us about. <clears throat> His rivalry, you know, with Texas, yeah, and how you know you grow up waiting to play in that game. Now it's you know, it's all changing. It's almost like this technology. We just got to get used to it. But they're going in a year early, and A and M, they could, Texas could never make up the gap. Although they still blew them away financially. It's going to be interesting, man. Because <clears throat> it's going to end up being NFC, AFC. They just—it's just a matter of time.
3: Yeah, eventually it's just gonna cut the country in half. Well, you can't really do that now because the big, uh, <laughs> the Big Ten's taking two packed mm-hmm. These West teams are so weird uh, with what we're doing. Um, all right, let's get to some calls on the Super Bowl three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Who do you like in this one? Why? Uh, any mixed feelings if you're a Commanders fan thinking that the Eagles are gonna win? Does it make you want to throw up in your mouth? Um, thinking that uh, not only are they In the Super Bowl, but they also have the 10th overall pick. And obviously, a lot of people under contract. I mean, mean, they're going to have to pay their quarterback here soon, but outside of that, this team is set up pretty nicely for many years.
2: You better believe that. Solid as a rock. And it's amazing that if you go after Chip, Leaves, that, that they've been through three coaches. Yeah. But don't have the scars to show it. It's amazing. You know, and we've been through 55. Different and you know and everybody you think is the guy. Well, we didn't. Some of them were just picked over our heads. Right, right. But the bottom line to it is that where's your roster and all that we say. I still like our roster. I think this is the most cash we've had in the bank in a long time. No doubt. Where are we going? Well, let's go to Bonesy. Bonesy's might be in Vegas. Hey,
8: what's up, Doc? My main man Doc Scott Jackson. Shout out to Eminem. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in Vegas, Doc. Man, I nice. Just checked into my hotel, man. You know, and went down there, and put down my my first eight leg parlay bet for the basketball games today, man. You know, and on the Super Bowl, man, uh, I'm gonna take a trip down there to MGM and watch the game with the crowd down at the MGM Grand. And, man, I'm going to be betting on the over. Now, I'm going to bet on the under and try to get me some, you know, same-game uh, player prop parlay's in, right? And after that, you know, go see my granddaughter do the cheer competition tomorrow morning, right? Just came out of Maxie's, had a nice, good, whole-style uh, breakfast out of Maxie's, man. And right now I'm just chilling, man, you know, enjoying my little time out here in Vegas with the family, man. Hey man, I love you guys, man. I appreciate y'all for taking my call, man. And peace.
3: All right, Bozy. Right. Look at stuff. that
8: eight leg parlay. Are
2: you serious? Man, him and, him and him, Mike, man. could you
3: you do anything that drastic this weekend?
5: Uh, yeah, I might dabble with like a five leg, but most of mine are just okay. either straight bets or two leg, three leg parlays. But I mean, eight leg, eight
3: legs a lot. If and- he hits
5: that, he might not come home.
3: <laughs> <laughs> might just stay in Vegas. <laughs> wow. No kidding, man. That's that's aggressive. That is aggressive. Good for him. Good for him.
2: What's he had a plan though, man? No, he that definitely had a plan. Well, yeah. he's got
3: that family outing out there, so it's not all just fun and games. You know, I mean, he's out there for a family event, so uh, it's interesting. Um, it'd be a great time of year to be out there because it's not a thousand degrees, but it's not like you know we think it's nice here and it's fifty-eight or whatever it is going to be today. I mean, I think out in Vegas you get in the high 70 seventy-ish, right?
2: Someone said wind was a little bit of a factor, uh, but yeah.
3: But I mean, I think they're. Um, yeah, they're they're wet. It's not. I mean, if you go out in July and August, it's like living in an oven. I mean,
2: <laughs> it's right. rough.
3: I mean, it is rough in June even. But the the summer, or excuse me, the winter and the spring, quite nice. Quite nice.
2: Could you live in in a dry, heat atmosphere?
3: Probably be better for for the uh, the old allergies, right? Would mm-hmm. be much better for that. Yeah, I definitely could. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I like being near the beach, though. I, I like the water. I'm a water person. I, I don't know about uh I got a lot of friends that I never thought would live in Vegas that live in Vegas that swear by it. Like they don't live like on the strip, but you know what I mean? Like they're, you know, oh. they're out there. They love it.
2: Yeah, it, it really is. And you can you to out Henderson Way or yeah. from a, in terms sure. of having a view, a look. Yeah. You don't want to be by, you want to be within 30, 40 minutes to me of strip. Yeah. And then, uh, and then it's all good. There's a lot of
3: commerce on that
2: strip. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I wonder what Eminem and his age group. I mean, they love it. I mean, they absolutely love it. Well, now you just need your phone. I mean,
3: to do this stuff. I mean, you don't even need to have. But yeah, it's, to wager. But yeah. but
2: there are other things in Vegas other than gambling. Oh, really? There's some cultural <laughs> shots you can go to, and and um, like what? And also see history. You can go back in back in time to mm-hmm. the old casinos and see some of the shows. Sure. Uh, if you like magic, yeah, that's true. to the entertainment there, okay. the shows, okay. and uh, haven't seen Bill Cosby there. It was pretty cool. Yeah, so you know,
5: I checked out uh, Red Rock when I was there a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It's awesome, beautiful little area. They had this uh, like drive around. It was like five miles. And you just drive your car. There's multiple stops. You look at the canyons and everything. Pretty, pretty sightful. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. I did that trip from there to the Grand Canyon on you know, one of the yeah. days we were there. It was amazing. Yeah, I Not wanted to do stuff. that and I didn't. It was fun. That was a good. One. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, lot of fun. A it was beautiful. I mean, it's. I oh, yeah. People <laughs> should see it if you get a chance. You should see it. It's like you can't believe it's real. All right, let's get uh, another one in before we break. Three zero one two three zero zero nine.
2: Toothpick. In. toothpick. In, yeah, and the uh, first ring podcast.
5: Hey Doc, we had one heck of a show yesterday. Uh, we had one heck of a show. We had uh, old Travis Thomas on yesterday, who uh, came in like ants and from a, ball of energy. Okay. Well, he's not
3: old. Yes. He's not, not old. old. No. He's young.
2: Travis, oh, uh, he looks no, yes. fifty, but he's in his right. 30s, he's got an old right? face,
3: but he's got young kids. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He he
5: he he uh, came in swinging. He went at all of us uh, except for uh, except for Lady A. No. Except except for Lady A, he he always uh, compliments her. I don't know what's going on with everyone complimenting Lady A. Anyway, she's
8: earned. But we it. do appreciate yeah. it. She has.
5: She deals with us. Um, but no, Doc. Listen, here's the thing. I remember. I remember when the Cowboys, the the Giants, and the Redskins went to Super Bowls back to back. We beat up on a team from up north on the Buffalo Bills a couple of times. And it was a thing that our division won the Super Bowl. And we had probably the best division in football this year. So let's get back to it. Let's get back to those days where the Super Bowl title comes to the East and lives in the East. So, yeah, I'm leaning Philly, but that guy Mahomes is quite magic. So uh, my final my final decision will be given tomorrow on the podcast with uh, one Corey from the Warpath, you know, Oh,
2: Oh, give Corey our best.
3: You mean Sanchez, the guy who lives in the hills of Tennessee? He like lives in the hills of Tennessee. He's a real hillbilly. Did you know that? that Yeah,
2: no, Sanchez. They're moonshiners. They're
5: moonshiners and everything, yeah. Yeah.
2: Sanchez has given us a little bit of a cold shoulder lately,
5: but yeah, (laughs) still nothing but love for him. Doc, he's been in some. He's been in some serious meetings right now because he doesn't even answer my call. I have to I have to talk to him through uh, his people to have my people call his people now. He's sort of big time now. Yeah, he's like <laughs> Ralph
2: Wesley. He's kind of a big thing. Yeah, I understand uh, that. Have That's a good, good weekend. One. Have a good one, Thanks, good one. Buddy.
5: You know,
3: Toothpick brings up a good point about the pride in the division part. But, but But beyond that, like, there is... And I felt like this watching this division as a youngster, and you lived it, there was a pressure, right? Like, there was pressure because Dallas was such such a high level, the Giants, and the Eagles, you know, they were the team that we treated like they were bums, but, I mean, those Buddy Ryan defenses were stupid. I mean, they were, I mean, you're talking about all-time players on those defenses. They just never could get their offense figured out uh, correctly. Um, But those, that, the pressure, right, yes, like he said, you know, why, you know, Giants won a Super Bowl then uh, the Redskins win a Super Bowl uh, Cowboys obviously got to multiple Super Bowls could have been to 100 if they didn't fire Jimmy Johnson but anyway I'm glad support. they did though? yeah thank God you ever
2: think about how life would have been it would have been awful it would have been if, awful if, if Jerry weren't such an egomaniac yeah do you know... Still is. Still is. Yeah. Oh, he still is. And I mean, the fact it, that Jimmy
3: is not in the ring of fame in the new stadium is yeah, embarrassing. you expect him to be? It's, yeah, when he dies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's in Jerry's will. When Jimmy's gone or I'm gone, that's when he gets to get in here. That's it his will. Yeah, but that shows you so what a terrible. Hater he is. But yeah, seriously, I think that is. there's something to be said. I mean, in a normal setting, if everybody... And back then, everybody had rock solid, except for the Eagles at that time, except for the Eagles, had good ownership and good things going. Or good leadership. I mean, the Cowboys. Yeah, had, you know. Well, a
2: guy who was a gambler. Yeah, and, yeah, Brayman. Yeah, Norman Brayman. Yeah, and, and they know, recovered. Yeah, they did See, that's recover. That's why I'm hopeful. Exactly. I'm hopeful, man. You can have a rotten start, but you can you can overcome it with the right ownership. But there is pressure, and there there was
3: pressure, and there should still be pressure. I mean, it should embarrass you, mm-hmm. or, or you know, it's like not even embarrassing because it's you know it's what you're supposed to do. But it should motivate you to want to be a championship level, not just be you know as you'd like to say, begging to get into the playoffs.
2: Well, how about this? What what part of you, when you um, saw that KD had gone to Phoenix and you saw the new ownership's yeah. aggressiveness, did you not think that that could be us? Yes, I did. Absolutely. Okay. All right.
3: And it also made you think that, wow, or this could be like the tw- 2000 Redskins. No, don't do that. No,
2: we've been through that. <laughs> but even that, that was exhilarating. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that exhilarating? Yeah,
3: it was really bad, Man, but it was. But
2: Redskin 1 was cranked up. Oh,
3: It, it was always, I mean, Dallas Airport was hopping. All 980 yeah. 301 Thoughts on this Super Bowl? Who you like? Uh, any part of you? Uh, you know, for this pressure's sake, hoping the Eagles do win another one. Uh, get to your thoughts coming up next here on uh, Burgundy Gold Today. Team 90 streaming live on the Free Odyssey. App. Give me the burgundy and gold today here on team 980 always live on the free odyssey app streaming there all right your lines are l- wide open at three zero one we'll talk to our former colleague eagle fanatic scott lynn at two o'clock see how eagle nation feels about this one are they as confident as vegas is in them at a yeah, one and a to- half i don't know
2: Call him to make sure he's not asleep.
3: No, he's wide awake. Yeah. He's, uh yeah, probably he's going out to like a beer store, you know. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I just hope he didn't drink, the weekend, you know. I just hope
2: he didn't drink today for breakfast. No, he didn't do that today. because no. that uh, he's been.
3: He knew he had to do this today, so he's going to be straight. For uh, us. I look
2: forward to it.
3: All right, let's. All right, grab let's go. To start
2: off with Jugyard Dog. Dog.
1: Hey, hail to the Chiefs! Hail victory! <laughs> Fight bowl <laughs> arrowhead. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way it's going to go down Sunday. That's just how it's going to go down. But you also have to look at it like this when you talk about pressure, Vince Lombardi in the second Super Bowl, Pete Rosell wrote him a letter, a handwritten letter, because they ain't had no texts and all that back then. He wrote him a letter saying, I can think of no better man to lead. The n f s the National Football League, into battle with the AFC, and that was pressure because Lombardi at that time he you know he, he was having pro- health problems then, and and that was going to be his last game. So he was under a lot of pressure not only not only from the from you know from, by leading his team into the thing, but here's is he the commissioner writing him a letter. So there's a lot of pressure in these games. whatever! Um, I remember also when Dwayne Thomas, they was talking about, oh, the Super Bowl is the ultimate game. And Dwayne Thomas was sitting on top of the, uh, the, uh, the stadium in practice. and practicing. He told one of the reporters, he said, if the game is so, it's the ultimate game, he said, then why do we play it every year? So, you know, there's a whole lot of craziness. Yeah. There's a whole lot of craziness going on in the Super Bowl. And one more thing. All this MVP stuff and awards and all that stuff. And you know one thing. Hey, look, just win, just win. That's all it's about wins. Because look, because look, look, at Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers won 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 all these MVPs. How many Super Bowls has he won?
3: One. If you put no. Brady,
1: if, if you put Brady with anyone, if, if you would put Brady with any of those teams that 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 uh that Rodgers has had, he would have won three or four Super Bowls. Mm.
3: Yeah. I'm with you, man. I, I agree. I, I think there's something about certain guys' pressure situations. And Rodgers, you know, we saw it last year, how terrible he was uh, at home again. It always seems to be at home, too, for this guy. Well, the Niners did that. I mean, it's, it's like just crazy, man.
2: Exorcism for yeah. him.
3: All right, thanks, Junkyard. Have a good weekend, buddy.
2: Going to believe this, you know what, if you call him out, Put it the bat signal? Yeah, then he will respond. Out in Virginia, Corey.
3: I think it's the Tennessee Hills. Oh, right. Tennessee, no,
2: Tennessee. Tennessee, excuse
3: it. me. The Hills of Tennessee.
7: Jackson, it's not Tennessee. It's southwestern Virginia, <laughs> not too far from Bristol Motor Speedway, which right. is in Tennessee. Yeah, We're right there by Kentucky and everything, so we're all in the, the cut. How you gentlemen doing? Jackson, I'm not going to make fun of you today because it's Friday and it feels good Look Friday at you, man. and all the good stuff. See, <laughs> uh, but Hey, I'm excited. I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I think, you know, my homeboy, it's my homeboy. I I feel like people are doubting old boy, but I think he's going to come out here and orchestrate a masterpiece. He's going to go out there and show – and plus, we all know, if you're a Star Wars fan, they talk about both sides of being the land of scum and villainy. We actually know that's Philadelphia (laughs) in real terms. So let's come on. Come on, Chief pluck these dogs on turkeys i know you got your boy scott lynn coming on in, but they, there's nothing good that ever comes out of uh out of philadelphia they celebrate a fictional movie character all the people that are fans of those uh of the eagles are cracked just like the liberty bell so that's I mean, come on now they, they they don't deserve they don't deserve a winner so we we deserve to uh see them get punched in the mouth on national television for all that but um Y'all know I'm always listening. I'm out here in the comments. That's why I made fun of Major Chip Kelly and Major the yesterday. I- I'm always listening, you guys. When y'all are on, I will definitely listen. So uh, happy Super Bowl! Y'all know I love you, brothers.
2: All right, Corey, good man, good man, Thank Sanchez. You. That's good Sanchez. stuff. Sanchez. Ricardo in the district.
6: Rick, Doc Walker, Scott Jackson. And Eminem, a man, Eminem bringing the blue-eyed soul for young and old. Now I don't know what Eminem look like, but y'all know what I mean. But anyway, man, I'm going with the Eagles, and uh, I know they NFC East rivals and all, but I don't have that same level of hate for the Eagles that I do for the Cowboys. So I'm going with the Eagles. I think they they're gonna find a way, and. Boy, for the life of me, I still can't figure out why B. Mitch and and Jacoby not in the Hall of Fame. We got to have a a big investigation, Senate committee investigation on this, man. And the guys that got in this year, are you kidding me? I mean, you know, that's cool. But Jake, B. Mitch, you know, that was a great article in the Post the other day, uh, you know, uh, supporting B. Mitch to get in. But Jake... Definitely need to be in and be Mitch, man. It, this, this is just getting beyond absurd uh, on why those guys not in the Hall of Fame. But anyway, man, enjoy you guys' show. Thank you. And uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy the game. Peace out. All right, you too. Well, I, mean, I think
3: the Jacoby one's frustrating. i have throw Gary Clark in there as well. But, I mean, the B-Mitch one, I think we understand. I mean, this is a supply chain issue thing. Yeah. I mean, you can't imagine the amount of, of materials that would be needed to make that bust. You couldn't make it. I mean, you really couldn't do it. So Not it, in
2: the time li- yeah. that you would take. no.
3: Yeah, I think the COVID thing set that back because all mm-hmm. the supply chain problems we've been having in this country. But once that gets back on track, I think his, his opportunity is going to be there. But again, it's just it's just a materials thing with him. It's nothing else.
2: I agree. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I do agree. Yeah. Mitchell in Jersey. How's it going, guys? Hey What's up, buddy?
8: It's going to be a great game. These are both quarterbacks. You can be seen for at least a dozen years. I'm betting on, I think. Um, I think it's V. Casey. He wins the MVP again for the Super Bowl and the season he just came through. But isn't this kind of like peculiar? I mean, you see the Sixers have a really good team, especially MB. He's really coming on strong wall. And as long as he's not hurt, I think he sees him get to the, uh, the finals at least. You see, like three Philadelphia teams losing in three major sports. <laughs> I know it's not exactly in the same county, not in the same exact county year. Right, but, th- but seasons. Pretty much, you know, yeah. sports a sports year. I got gotcha. you. Wouldn't that be something?
3: That would be for the weekend. That would be wild. Be safe. Yeah, funny. Thanks for call. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as hell because obviously the, the the Phillies have already that done it. The Phillies have already done it. Yeah, the Eagles are there. Yeah, I mean the Sixers has got as good a chance as any. I, I would I would say right now I'm still. Boston and Milwaukee are the teams I think are the best, but that's just me. And again, it'll be Even who's after healthy. The smoke settles. Yeah, I mean, it's just who's healthy too. I mean, Jalen Brown broke a bone in his face the other day. I don't know where. I mean, the, the Celtics are rolling along. Yeah, and he then,
2: broke his bone in his face yeah. running into his teammate. Right. Right. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, so, so that's the tough
3: part. Yeah, this is some kind of a goofy circumstance there. So you just never know. And I, I mean, Middleton's finally getting back for the Bucks and. That's huh. scary. See, yeah. They, They've had to play without him a lot lately. So hopefully he stays in the court. And if he does, long as they got the ki- the real tall uh, athletic kid from Greece, they're going to be right there. I
2: saw him. <laughs> they call it Eurostep. Well, yeah. I don't know what you call his. <laughs> But it takes two from almost center court. He is just like. He's amazing.
3: He's just so, like the arms and the legs are so yeah. long. It's like.
2: He, he looks just, like a robot.
3: He really does. It doesn't look real. And he's so smooth.
2: And he's getting better.
3: Yeah, and he you is. You see it
2: every year.
3: Everybody always dogging him about his jumper early in his career. I was like, be careful what you wish yeah. for. Because once he starts doing that, it's mm-hmm. over.
2: And so he over. throws, improving in on that. Yep. I just watch him and I go, this is the truth. Yes. And you don't hear anything from him, about him, just drama-free, and just balls. I mean, 32 and 12. <laughs> yeah, almost every night. And I'll give AD credit. AD, at That's least... stupid. Least Anthony Davis showed up last night. Yeah. But he goes back to go, well, why does not that every night, based sure. on what he makes? And right. I don't know. I. I always will pull for KD. But I wonder now the body breaking down. He's, You know, he's a gym rat. He's going to be in right. condition, blah, 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 blah. But then I see Golden State, nothing but respect. And I see little people. He's breaking down. People are breaking down. Yep. And um, I mean, there's a lot of games, me. man. I mean, you know, and nobody wants to give up
3: money, right? Nobody wants to give up money. Mm-mm. So that's why they haven't just gone ahead and, and done the right thing, which is just play fewer games, right? Or, you know, play a smaller schedule, maybe same length in the calendar year, but just less games. But nobody wants to give money up, and, nobody, and they're just trying to figure out a way to make the money back, right? If they do go to a shorter schedule, what to do because it does do seem you like want that? we're at the point where we have to do that because i think we do to, you want that i, mean, I don't what want that do it records? but i think we're seeing like you just said people breaking down guys play all these games that's at a lebron of course <clears throat> <laughs> they play all these games they if they're if you're on a good team you're playing almost extra seasons at a time you play olympics uh you've also been in this lifestyle where you've played basketball since you were young year round you didn't yeah. take any break like right. when you were kids you played seasonally baseball Football, whatever. But right, you basketball. might have
2: hooped every night. Yeah, the but Levi's
3: now, were wet. Yeah, but these guys are like they, playing in these AAU tournaments or playing a ton that's of games. What I don't understand, right? Like it's just yeah. it adds up. I think it's tread off of the off the tires. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think there's something to be said for it. I don't know. So if what they'll happens do to it, the records. I don't know if they'll do it. Well, I mean, oh, that's why I think the LeBron record's going to stand for all time at this point. Because first of all, what's the motivation for anybody to play that long, right? Because <laughs> the money's so ridiculous.
2: Can you imagine what it will be in ten years? Yeah. What the best players in the league will make ten years. It
3: just seems now. like we're we're ready for.
2: Like at some point, it's got to go the other way, like or just stop. Right. Hey, look, when we in our life in our it doesn't seem possible. When we were Eminem's age, MJ was the best player in the world. making right. Three million.
3: Yeah. Remember
2: when he was making twenty eight and that was a big deal? Like when you that it was, was one year deals. One year deal.
3: Twenty six or twenty seven or whatever. Seven million. Yeah, it was nuts.
2: It, it, it's like.
3: And you think about that, and he was underpaid then. And he had to have a separate marketing deal, remember, at the NBA for his image and his Oh, yeah, likeness. he was underpaid
2: his whole career. Yeah, but
3: they did have a separate deal because I'll never forget that. I didn't know that until the Wizards got him. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, there's still ironing some stuff out of the league. And I'm like, what does that mean? They go, oh, no, no, he has a separate, like, promotional thing. <laughs> like, got can- to. Right, they
2: can't use his – Remember Haynes underwear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you start thinking about this dude was branding and doing things that I- – I kept thinking, who else was big – Bo Jackson, which a lot of people missed, Bo knows that was a huge campaign. exactly. But Nike, then the injury. So you just don't know. But Mike, well, I remember the underwear. And I remember, wait a minute, Mike's making three. Then he went to 28. And we were going, can you believe that? And then to think that, and and I love Russ. He's a Bruin. But at $44 million a year and you can't shoot. See, so it'd be different if you just lost speed, <laughs> you know, with yeah, these guys yeah. that can't shoot, yeah. not from the free throw line, not from the three-point strike, <laughs> and that can't make two. At least as the State Farm guy is aging, this is it. He's almost out of gas. Yeah, But his twos, State Farm guy still can get you 12, 14, sure. and then he can get off on the leadership there. I'm a leader. Okay. But can you just read, he's a good passer. He's still got a little in the tank. Crazy. All right. By the way, the best
3: Michael Jordan commercial of all time, in my opinion. What? The 2003 Gatorade where he's Chicago Bulls Michael Jordan meets Wizards Michael Jordan. They play one-on-one. And they filled it at, well, at the end I think it was MCI Center, but it was pretty freaking cool.
5: Wasn't there also a commercial
4: with him and Larry Bird playing for McDonald's? That
3: was really good, too. Horse, playing horse at McDonald's, yep. But this one you got to see. This was good. The editing on this is incredible, and if you think about how much better they could probably make this commercial nowadays with uh, what they can do technology-wise, but it's pretty awesome. All right, we'll take a break. Scotland uh, Eagles fanatic, uh, WTEM alum, and BetQL boss now will join us next here on Burgundy Gold today here on the uh, Team Ninety streaming live in the Free Odyssey app.